Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and this is another classic episode from our erstwhile host, Christian Sager. So, it turns out that grandfather clocks weren't always called grandfather clocks, but a single song changed that. Here's the story. Hey, BrainStuff, it's Christian Sager. Grandfather clock is a fitting name for an object that's often treated as a family heirloom. But even though it carries the ring of heritage and tradition, the term itself is rather young. In fact, it's more than two centuries newer than the timepiece it designates. When these vertically gifted clocks were first invented more than 350 years ago, people actually called them long case clocks, a moniker that's still used in some circles, even though it's less catchy. Today, we might still be using that mundane term if it hadn't been for a songwriter who's been nicknamed America's war poet. So, how did the term grandfather clock come about? Well, Henry Clay Work was a self-taught musician and lyricist, and he first made a name for himself during America's Civil War. One of his later offerings was titled Grandfather's Clock. According to his nephew Bertram, Henry Clay Work spent four years writing this piece, which Root and Katy published in 1876. The ditty tells the tale of a grandfather who received a brand new long case clock on the day of his birth. A lifetime later, the man and his timepiece enter the great beyond together. Work's last mega hit, Grandfather's Clock, emerged as an instant classic and an enduring one. It sold more than 800,000 copies, and the song made its author $4,000 richer. In latter decades, it was covered by Johnny Cash, spoofed on a Prairie Home Companion, and even remixed for the soundtrack of the indie video game Five Nights at Freddy's 2. On top of all of that, the Oxford English Dictionary credits this song with popularizing the term grandfather clock. And so... Work's song inspired a new nickname for a centuries-old timepiece. But what was it that inspired the song itself? Two theories are out there. The George Hotel of Piercebridge in North Yorkshire, England, claims that Grandfather's Clock was conceived right in its lobby. Work once stayed there while traveling through the UK in 1874. After checking in, it said that he spotted a handsome long case clock in the hotel's lobby. The hands seemed to be jammed, frozen in place at the 11.05 mark. Upon asking a staffer about this broken clock, he was told that it belonged to the late Jenkins brothers, who'd once owned the hotel. Their clock, work learned, was purchased on the day the older sibling was born. Supposedly, it was the most reliable timepiece a person could ask for. But when one of the brothers died, the clock slowed down. Then years later, when death took the other sibling, its final tick rang out. According to legend, it's been silent ever since. Alas, this story is probably just a bit of local folklore. Then again, one Massachusetts family offers a different explanation. The relatives of Work's wife, Sarah Parker believe that they possess the clock that begat this iconic song. To hear the Parkers tell it, the songwriter took his cues from an old long case formerly owned by Sarah's grandfather. All these years later, this wooden clock still belongs to the Parkers, and no, it doesn't work either. Stay 
Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Dylan Fagan and Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.